my biggest hack around that would be to, again, set up systems. So long-term thinking doesn't have to be super overwhelming. If you can think of a system. So for me, for example, with my network, I have like a network tracker where I have people's names and it gives me an alert if I haven't reached out to them every quarter just to reach out and see what they're doing. So there are ways and like technologies and systems you can put in place to make all of this super easy and time efficient. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Angela Myers of Angela Myers Creative. Angela, super excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm super excited to be on the show today. Yes, this will definitely be fun. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Angela so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's working on. And Angela is the CEO of Angela Myers Creative, a digital marketing agency focused on writing, SEO, and social media for companies in the health and lifestyle spaces. She also posts about her love of books for an audience of over 20,000 book lovers on Instagram and TikTok. And when she's not working, you can find her scouring the best coffee shops in whatever country she's living in as a digital digital nomad. And currently she's with us from Amsterdam. Angela, super excited to have you on. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I am. Awesome. Let's make it happen. So to kind of kick everything off, I won't ask you about the coffee in Amsterdam. I actually want to hear a little (laughs) bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah. So I actually got started mostly with the influencer work that I do for like the book community. So I kind of accidentally fell into entrepreneurship. I it was like during COVID and I was just creating TikToks and Instagram reels. And they really started to develop a little bit of a community and some different companies reached out to me, such as Simon and Schuster and Book of the Month about doing some sponsorships. And that was kind of the moment I realized that I should probably set up an LLC to make everything um, completely legal. And also that I loved, um, I loved being able to control my own schedule, to be able to work with clients, to create great content for them. And that I could do that in more of a business capacity. Obviously being a content creator is still a business, but I really wanted to set up something that had pretty a pretty steady stream of clients and really help them amplify their own brands in a similar way to how I created my own bookish brand. And that's really how Angela Myers Creative was born. It started off as just kind of a side hustle on the side of a full-time job. But eventually, I just really fell in love with the entrepreneur lifestyle and with how much more quickly I was learning from the entrepreneur side of things. And um, I just really wanted to dive full time into that business. Nice. I I love, love, love kind of hearing that journey and the organic aspect of it. I I think um, one of the things that I I listened to, like this YouTube video, um, it's like very motivational when we were trying to figure out what was happening and was going to happen with the pandemic. But I remember one of the things that it said was that some of the most remarkable things will come out of this time. And sometimes while it's, well, it's definitely a chaotic time and we're not sure what's going to happen. Sometimes they're going to be really, really creative things that, you know, come about and sounds like, you know, everything you've been working on has been a result of that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely think it was definitely a process of falling into it. And I don't think if you would have asked me back in like 2019, if I thought this is what I was going to be doing, I don't think I would have said this is what I was going to do, but it just seemed like the natural progression of things. 
Yeah, absolutely. But, I, you know, it, it's a funny way that uh, business and life, you know, ends up happening, that it ends up being that journey. And as much as we try to script it and say, we're going to do this in five years and this in 10 years, sometimes it's just a, a flow of things happening, <laughs> just disruption and things just sometimes fall as they weigh. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to drill down a little bit more. So I know you talked, touched on a little bit more on how you work with clients. Could you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing with clients and your content creation and all the things that you're helping to make an impact? Yeah. So I currently help my clients with kind of an overarching marketing strategy. So my clients like that I have a pretty holistic background in both like social media and writing an SEO. So I can really become the master of their brand and then kind of plug it in everywhere. So on some of the team, some of the people I work for, like the clients, I'll like assemble a team of different people to do like the social media. And then a lot of times I do the writing because I really enjoy the writing work. Um, And then I also look at the overarching strategy. So because my background is as a professional writer, I think I'm very attuned to this brand story and making sure that there is a strong brand story weaving between every single piece of content that my clients put out, whether it's a TikTok or a long form blog post. Um, And when I say brand story, I'm really talking about kind of this idea of like how the brands that I work with kind of position either their patients, because I work a lot with like healthcare um, clients or like actual, like their customers, how their customers or patients are at the heart of the brand. So how can we make your patient or your customer the hero of their own story with you being the guide to them as they go on that story? Nice. I I love that. What would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? You might've already touched on this, um, but what do you feel like either sets you or your brand apart and makes it unique? Yeah, I really think it's having that cohesive like story and branding aspect throughout. So I'm really good at identifying what the, I guess you could say the secret sauce for my clients are, Mm -hmm. and then how to communicate that in the most effective way across mediums. So I really do like, I do think like once you can master one social media platform or like SEO, for example, obviously there's small differences between LinkedIn or TikTok or doing SEO. But at the end of the day, it's really about the same thing of figuring out one, what keywords are people searching for on that platform to what medium or genre do people like on that platform? And then three, plugging your story into those keywords and into that medium or genre. So obviously this is a very simplified version of it, but I think, I really do think that there's more similarities between them. And when you focus on the higher level marketing, the lower level stuff, such as quote unquote, hacking algorithms, as some people like to say, gets a lot easier. And I think that that's something that Angela Myers Creative does really well. Nice. I love that. And, and I, I'm a big believer of that, too, because it almost sounds like what you're saying is that it's it's all about that foundational element of understanding your story, your your brand promise, mm-hmm. your story, you know, your branding and all those things become, you know, that foundation. And that foundation obviously is going to look differently from the back of the house to, than it does in the front of the house or the top versus the bottom. But when you start to look at it, you realize that each of these social media platforms or ways you can market your business become a kind of product of your foundation if you have that in place and you understand that. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? 
Yeah. So something I've been doing recently, um, and before I was in Amsterdam, I was in Portugal, which is very sunny. So this might not be as applicable if you don't live in a sunny environment, but I would go outside on my balcony and just set a timer for one hour and say, however much work I can get done in this hour is good. And this is a really great hack if you're kind of having one of those days where you just feel very off and like you don't want to do anything. Um, I've just found that challenging myself of like how much of my to-do list can I get done in one hour is really, it's almost fun and it makes it into almost like a game or a challenge. Um, and I'm usually very productive because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, one of the biggest pitfalls that we fall into is that one, we love our work. And two, we have basically unlimited time, but that doesn't always mean that you are taking unlimited, like paid, like unpaid time off or just vacation time. It usually means that you're working, at least for me, like extremely long hours. So setting like artificial deadlines for myself when it comes to my work really helps me actually be more productive. Cause sometimes it's like, oh, well, I have like these five tasks and it doesn't matter. I could work until 10 PM. And then I'm just not productive at finishing those tasks. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And and I appreciate you for sharing that. I think it's such a great um, hack because a lot of times I, I think there's something that says that uh, work will expand as, mu- yeah. as much time as you allow it. Um, but if you say like, okay, we're gonna, I'm going to get as much done within an hour as I can, not only does it allow you to sometimes get more done than sometimes you can in those five, 10 hours, but you also get creative about how you can effectively do it sometimes. And sometimes that might be, you know, delegation. Sometimes it might be, oh, I don't actually have to really do that now, but you start to get really, um, I guess, priority focus about the things that are on your plate. Yeah. And I think too, at least for me, I always, whenever I sit down, like give myself a time, like frame, I also create a lot of systems around what I'm doing. So a lot of times, a lot of the tasks you do can be like templated or there's like a system to make it super easy and you just kind of can plug and play. So that's been a really big hack for me to save time as well. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I think someone said to me once that uh, um, if you want to give something, give it to like either a truly busy person or a lazy person, because they're going to try to do it as effectively as they can. And they're not going to try to work more than they have to. Or if you have somebody that has their hands so full, they're going to get it done in the most effective way because they don't have enough time to kind of spare. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Nice. So um, I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. So I think a CEO nugget, and I think this can apply across industries, not just to marketing, is definitely to expand your network and to do so in a way where you're building a community around yourself instead of like going into it like a what's in it for me sort of networking style, which I don't think is as effective. But especially when I was younger, I wish I would have taken more time just to reach out to people who are doing interesting things that I wanted to do and just to set up informational interviews or virtual coffee chats with them just to learn more and just to have them in my network. And then also kind of going off that, even when I did that when I was younger, I didn't always follow up with those people. And that's kind of where the community aspect comes in is like, you should be thinking about your network as a community around you and people that you follow up with every quarter or every month, just to see and like check in what's going on with their business and their life. So I really do think that networking and community should be at the heart of a successful and thriving business. And I mean, honestly, at the heart of successful and thriving marketing strategies too. 
Yeah, absolutely. In life at that, you even find out that the people Mm -hmm. that are the most successful and happier, a lot of times are those people that are always reaching out and connecting with people and developing that engagement. But um, I I love that you mentioned that because, you know, really looking at it in a different perspective of that, all the people that you know are within the community that you have um, and really making sure that you are connecting with them and having ways to, 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 you know, develop that initial relationship. But like you said, so well, sometimes, you know, very rarely, I should say people actually uh, follow up or, you know, try to check in and just see like, Hey, what are you working on? What are you doing? And those things really kind of resonate and stay in the test of time. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping now different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Angela, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, I think for me personally, it really means one, having kind of control over your day and that you are kind of setting the standards for everything, whether it's like how much time you spend when you do your work, but also the quality of your work. So you're really setting those standards for yourself. And then two, I think it really means something that at least for me was difficult to kind of think through and process that has really been instrumental to becoming more of a CEO versus an employee is really being able to do that strategic long-term thinking. So if you're a CEO, I think that you should always be thinking like one step ahead or even two steps ahead if you can. Um, And so learning how to think not just about the here and now and like instant gratification, but also thinking about what is your business going to look like one year down the line or two years down the line is really important to being a CEO. Beyond that, I think, as you said, there's so many different like versions of how a CEO can manifest and so many different personality traits they can have. And so I think that those two things um, are really what sets a CEO apart. Nice. I love that definition. Yeah. And to any listeners right now who are listening to that and feel a little overwhelmed, my biggest hack around that would be to, again, set up systems. So long-term thinking doesn't have to be super overwhelming if you can think of a system. So for me, for example, with my network, I have like a network tracker where I have people's names and it gives me an alert if I haven't reached out to them every quarter just to reach out and see what they're doing. So there are ways and like technologies and systems you can put in place to make all of this super easy and time efficient. Nice. I I love that you shared that because I think, you know, sometimes people are thinking, as I imagine that you hear, you know, around social media, it's like, I have to learn another social media platform. I have to do another things, but uh, that's the beauty of hacks and and even nuggets to some degree is they allow you to be more effective and efficient. um, And so you you can spend time on the things that you do best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, Angela, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Thank you so much for having me on the show. If anyone wants to connect with me, I'm available on LinkedIn under Angela Myers. Um, and I think if you type in Angela Myers Creative, it's a little bit easier to find because there's a lot of Angela Myerses out there in the world. Um, and then on Instagram at Angela Ann Reads. Um, and that's my bookstagram account. So if you like to read, that's a really great place. And it's the same on TikTok and Pinterest if you are a reader on those platforms. I will say, and I read this in a book, it was called Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi about networking. It's a great book, but he says, if you ever listen to a podcast episode or you ever had a guest speak, a guest speaking event, 
and someone just sounds really interesting to you, like always reach out because you never know where that connection could go. So I always just like to say if I or anyone else who's on um, Gresham's show really stands out to you, like definitely reach out to them because you never know. And most of the time people will always respond, almost always respond back to any sort of like informational interview reach outs. Absolutely. I would definitely echo that. And to, to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that you can get a hold of Angela hearing about all the awesome things that you're doing. But I, I love, you know, that that last point and, you know, everything that you're working on. And sometimes we forget that uh, these are tools, um, all these digital marketing tools, the software and all those things are tools for us to be able to kind of develop and create that deeper connection to tell our story, to, to really, you know, connect as a brand and whatever that might be and however it manifests itself. So I love that you do that. Love that you're reminding us of that. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yep. I hope you do too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.